the city of Providencialis. Here is tonight's Nations Report with Zoya Fessler. New principal appointed for A. Louise Garland Thomas High School. British national arrested at Jamaica Airport for drugs. Former U.S. President Donald Trump fined more than $300 million. A look at sports and the weather forecast. All those and more right now. I trust you all had a good weekend. It's the start of a brand new work week. It's Monday, February 19th, 2024. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the Nation Station, RTC 89.1 FM. Serious crime unit detectives of the Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force have arrested three men and seized a quantity of marijuana and cocaine during anti-crime operations in North Caicos. Senior officers and magistrates issued authorities and warrants to search four premises from noon on February 14th to 3 p.m. on February 16th. Three males, two of whom are age 21 and an 18-year-old, were arrested for murder. Head of the Serious Crime and Public Protection Unit, Superintendent Dean Holden, said, quote, Our team's dedication and intelligence-led policing continue to play a significant role in disrupting criminal activities. Our operations will remain ongoing throughout the TCI as we continue to pursue leads and ensure those responsible for causing fear are held accountable with the confines of the law. Our communities deserve to feel safe and we won't rest until that goal is achieved. End quote. Additionally, tactical officers conducted a series of operations in Grand Turk. Several field searches were conducted in Overback and several items relating to ongoing investigations were found, including a firearm. The public is asked to contact 911, the closest police station, the Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Serious Crime Unit at 649-231-1842 or call Crime Stoppers at 1-800-8477 and anonymously give any information on illegal activity or crimes. Now, the office of the deputy governor is delighted to announce the appointment of Conrad Forbes as the new principal of the A. Louise Garland Thomas High School within the Ministry of Education, Youth Sports, and Social Services. Forbes is a forward-thinking educational leader with a proven record of success. His journey in education began at Florida Atlantic University, where he earned a Bachelor of Arts in Elementary Education in 2000 and a Master of Arts in Educational Leadership in 2003. Additionally, Forbes is currently pursuing a Master of Arts in Christian Ministry at Liberty University. Forbes possesses a diverse skill set that includes instructional plan implementation, faculty development, school management, professional and ethical leadership. With over two decades of experience in education, 
Forbes has demonstrated his commitment to providing quality education and fostering positive learning environments. Throughout a notable tenure at Broward County Public Schools from 2006 to 2019, Forbes excelled as an assistant principal. He supervised educational programs for a pre-K-8 school, initiated teacher-mentor programs, and played a crucial role in curriculum alignment, faculty development, and fostering a cohesive school culture. Forbes' leadership journey continued as an assistant principal at Seminole County Public Schools, Bear Lake Elementary in Apopka, Florida, from 2019 to 2021. Here he managed organizational processes, recruited effective faculty, and improved the learning environment, demonstrating a commitment to quality education. Forbes then expanded his impact by serving as the Dean of Students in the School Board of Osceola County from 2022 to 2023. Here he successfully managed school operations, student discipline, and provided training to faculty on classroom management strategies. Deputy Governor and Head of the Public Service, Her Excellency Anya Williams, congratulated Mr. Conrad Forbes on his appointment, stating, quote, It is a pleasure to welcome Mr. Conrad Forbes to the Dirks and Gagas Islands Public Service as the new principal of the A. Louise Garland Thomas High School within the Ministry of Education, Youth sport and social services. Mr. Forbes brings along with him a wealth of experience from the education sector in the United States as well as experience from his work with young men through various programs. We know that his presence at the high school will provide great value to the continued work of the school and he will lead the charge to continue to strengthen the quality of education and learning at the A. Louise Garland Thomas High. End quote. Congratulations, Mr. Forbes. All the best in your new role. And in a recent House of Assembly sitting on Thursday, February 15th, 2024, the Minister of Health and Human Services, the Honorable Sean Malcolm, addressed the nation on the dengue outbreak in the TCI, stating that there has been 279 cases. These cases include 104 tested by the Caribbean Public Health Agency Laboratory, also known as CARFA, as well as locally identified cases by using dengue rapid tests. The cases by island are as follows, 269 in Providenciales, 7 in Grand Turk, 2 in North Caicos, and 1 in South Caicos. 87 of the 104 lab tested 85 were listed as type 3 dengue, and two of them were listed as type 2. Type 3 dengue carries more severe symptoms. 28 persons were confirmed hospitalized, and the TCI has seen no dengue-related deaths. Prevention through ensuring clean environments, sanitation, public awareness, and active involvement by all parties is crucial to curb the spread of this illness. And tonight at 7 p.m., the Honorable Premier Charles Washington Mizek will be addressing the Turks and Caicos Islands from the nation's capital, Grand Turk, for the third State of the State Address. You may tune in right here at RTC 89.1 FM or our Facebook page, RTC Station, also on Facebook on Office of the Premier TCI and YouTube at TCIG Communications. 
Tune in at 7 p.m. for recognition of the government's third year in office. That was your local news regional is up next. A 62-year-old British national was arrested at Sangster International Airport in St. James, Montego Bay, Jamaica, for attempting to smuggle more than 30 pounds of marijuana. Reports are that the man was preparing to board a flight to Manchester, England, when he was stopped and searched. Authorities discovered 31 pounds of marijuana with a street value of 62,000 pounds or 78,000 U.S. dollars concealed in food items in his luggage. He was subsequently arrested for reasonable suspicion of breaches of the Dangerous Drugs Act. His identity is being withheld pending further investigation. And the United States Coast Guard's cutter, Bernard C. Weber, last Monday repatriated 33 migrants to Haiti following an interception near Fort Pierce Inlet in Florida. The U.S. Coast Guard said that earlier this month, a good Samaritan notified Sector Miami Watch standers of a grounded fishing vessel. Lieutenant Commander Sean Newmeyer reiterated the Coast Guard's commitment to preventing unauthorized entry and illicit trafficking. Collaborating with partners like the Homeland Security Task Force Southeast, the Coast Guard maintains a constant presence in air and water to deter unlawful sea entries. The Coast Guard says that its crews have already repatriated 53 migrants to Haiti in the fiscal year 2024, which began on October 1, 2023. And acknowledging the necessity of enhancing and developing Guyana's human resource base, the government is looking to partner with Toronto Metropolitan University to facilitate a training program targeting 2,000 youth across various sectors. According to President Dr. Mohammed Irfan Ali, this project is currently in its consultancy stage, with training focusing on areas such as accounting, auditing, software development, and healthcare, among others. President Ali disclosed this while delivering the keynote address at the Private Sector Commission's corporate dinner at the Guyana Marriott Hotel, Kingston, Georgetown. The programs will guarantee high-paying employment opportunities after persons receive their certification. Guyanese within the Guyanese diaspora can also tap in on the training opportunities. The diaspora has to be a part of wealth creation, and wealth creation is investing in innovation, investing in research and development, investing in the market, investing in getting the right technical skills that are going to help you. Toronto Metropolitan University is one of the top public universities in Canada and is ranked 851 to 900 in QS World University Rankings 2024. The government has initiated various programs aimed at upskilling the labor force to meet the demand for workers essential to driving Guyana's development trajectory. The Port Morant Oil and Gas College in Region 6, East Burbis, Quarantine, will soon open its doors to provide training opportunities for those interested in joining the petroleum industry. 
Additionally, the Board of Industrial Training provides training in various technical and vocational areas to support the industry. Construction of a modern tourism and hospitality training institute is also currently underway. That was your regional news. World News is up next. Eleven persons have been implicated in a drug trafficking operation exploiting the U.S. Postal Service as a channel for cocaine shipments between Puerto Rico and the United States. This revelation follows a detailed investigation culminating in a multi-state arrest operation. The operation's masterminds were apprehended on February 14th across Massachusetts, Florida and Puerto Rico. A federal grand jury indicted these individuals on nine counts, including the intent to distribute cocaine through postal services. The indictment traces the conspiracy back to April 2019, detailing a well-orchestrated plan to smuggle and distribute cocaine across the East Coast until September of 2022. Stephen Muldrow, the United States Attorney for the District of Puerto Rico, emphasized the threat drug trafficking poses to public health and safety. He highlighted the collaborative effort to dismantle this criminal organization that sought to infiltrate communities with cocaine through various means, including the mail. If convicted, the defendants face a mandatory minimum penalty of 10 years in prison for the conspiracy charged in count one of the indictment. They are also facing a narcotics forfeiture allegation of $6,930,000. A federal district court judge will determine any sentence after considering the U.S. sentencing guidelines and other statutory factors. Now, with a 92-page order issued late Friday, Judge Arthur Engeron dealt Donald Trump a legal and financial blow that could permanently damage the business empire that propelled him to the presidency. Beyond the staggering $355 million which Trump was ordered to pay, will likely climb to over $450 million with interest. Engeron temporarily stripped Trump and his sons of the ability to lead their own businesses or apply for financing. The penalties, which New York Attorney General Letitia James applauded as effective ways to ensure this fraud cannot continue, leaves the Trump Organization in legal, financial and personnel limbo as the former president embarks on a costly presidential campaign amid his ongoing legal battles. Trump's lawyers plan to appeal the ruling, vowing that higher courts would reverse Engeron's ruling. Even if the initial appeal is unsuccessful, Trump could ask New York's Court of Appeals, the state's highest court, to weigh in, possibly making the appeal a years-long process. While that approach would give Trump more time to find money for the fine, the penalty will accrue annual interest and only becomes pricier over time. And Thailand's former Prime Minister Thaksin Shinawatra was released from detention on Sunday, having served six months in prison following his return to the kingdom after more than 15 years in self-imposed exile. 
Thaksin, who served as prime minister from 2001 until he was ousted in a military coup in 2006, returned to Thailand in August and was sentenced to eight years in prison for conflict of interest, abuse of power, and corruption during his time in power. His jail sentence was later reduced to one year after he submitted a request for a royal pardon. The 74-year-old was among 930 inmates granted parole earlier this month on the grounds of age or illness. He had previously been transferred to a hospital due to tightness in his chest, high blood pressure and low oxygen levels, according to the Thai Corrections Department. Throughout his time in power, Thaksin was hugely popular with Thailand's rural and working class, but his policies were anathema to the rich elites and conservatives who accused him of being a dangerous and corrupt populist. During his physical absence in the country, he retained an outsized influence on Thai politics and has remained at the center of the country's tumultuous and often violent political landscape. His release from prison reintroduces a towering and divisive figure to Thailand at a tense political time. Some experts believe Thaksin may have struck a deal with the country's powerful conservative and royalist establishment for his return, given his court convictions and the charges against him in exchange for a reduced jail term, lenient treatment, or a possible pardon. Wearing a neck collar and arm sling, the former prime minister was seen leaving the police general hospital in Bangkok on Sunday in a black van alongside his daughters. He returned to his residence in Bangkok where a handwritten banner had been hung on the gate welcoming him home. That was your World News Sports is up next. The 2024 NBA All-Star Weekend, the 73rd edition, took place on Friday, culminating on Sunday in Indianapolis. Steph Curry might be considered the greatest shooter in basketball history, but Sabrina Ionescu certainly made him prove it Saturday night as part of the NBA All-Star Weekend. The Golden State Warriors guard edged the New York Liberty guard 29-26 in an NBA versus WNBA three-point contest, the first of its kind. INSQ opened by making seven straight shots before finishing with a total score of 26, which happened to tie the highest score by any NBA player in the three-point contest held earlier Saturday night and won by the Milwaukee Bucks, Damian Lillard. Mac McClung became the fifth player in NBA history to win back-to-back -back dunk contests when he ended All-Star Saturday night with a clinching 50-point slam over Shaquille O'Neal. The 6'2 McClung cleared O'Neal and finished with a reverse slam for the only 50-point dunk of the night, 
to defeat six foot six Jalen Brown of the Boston Celtics in the final. And the main event on Sunday night, the All Star Game, the Eastern Conference set the all time scoring record by becoming the first team to surpass 200 points in what was eventually a 211 186 victory over the Western Conference. The NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, says the NBA is back to looking for solutions after a lackluster performance on Sunday night. Many say it was another game with virtually no defense and with little to no life inside the building. To the point that Los Angeles Lakers' Anthony Davis said that his most memorable moment was when the hype teams from the Chicago Bulls and Indiana Pacers went through their dunk routines before the third and fourth quarters. The Eastern Conference blew out the Western Conference in a 211-186 victory. That was a look at sports. The weather forecast is up next. Well, it's the start of a brand new week. We'll turn over to the TCI National Weather Service for your three-day forecast. Good afternoon, Turks and Caicos. General situation for today, a broad Atlantic ridge extends across the Atlantic near the Turks and Caicos Islands, supporting fair weather conditions today. Weather, mostly sunny and warm, partly cloudy with isolated showers possible. Winds south to southwest at 10 to 15 knots, becoming light and variable tonight. Seas 3 feet or less near shore, 2 to 4 feet offshore. Daytime high temperature, 82 degrees Fahrenheit, with an overnight low at 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Sunset today is going to be at 5.47 p.m. Next low tide, 11.12 a.m. And the next high tide, 4.40 p.m. Extended forecast for the next two days, a cold front stretching across the central Bahamas will continue to advance southeastward to the Turks and Caicos Islands, increasing chances for shower activity across the islands on Tuesday. Forecast for Tuesday, partly cloudy with chance of scattered showers. Chance of rain is 30%, mostly cloudy and breezy with scattered showers likely at night. Chance of rain is 60%. Total rainfall accumulation of about 1 inch. Winds northwest to north at 10 to 15 knots, increasing to 15 to 20 knots in the evening. Seas 2 to 4 feet over the ocean. Sunrise will be at 6.16 a.m. and sunset at 5.48 p.m. Forecast for Wednesday, partly cloudy with slight chance of showers. Chance of rain is 20%. Mostly fair and breezy at night. Winds northwest to north at 10 to 15 knots, increasing 15 to 20 knots in the evening. Seas 2 to 4 feet, increasing to 3 to 5 feet over the ocean. Sunrise will be at 6.15 a.m. Sunset 5.48 p.m. That is the three-day public weather forecast issued on today, Monday, 19th February, 2024, by the Turks and Caicos Islands National Weather Service. The next three-day forecast will be issued on Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you so much. That wraps up the weather.
Recapping the news, new principal appointed for A. Louise Garland Thomas High School, British national arrested at Jamaica Airport for drugs. Former U.S. President Donald Trump fined more than $300 million. Once again, I want to thank you all for tuning in to The Nation Station, RTC 89.1 FM. It's been a pleasure to have you join us. If you missed today's presentation or any other, you can always visit our website at www.rtc89fm.com or download the RTC app in the Google Play Store. That wraps up the news, Turks and Caicos. Enjoy your evening. Join us again tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. for another edition of The Nation's Report.